0: All right, guys, this is Derek Soto, and we're going to talk a little bit about the old opt-in process. Now, I want to give you my little formula on it, and um, I think it's very important to practice these kind of things, okay? Um, If you're going to use something to, if you're going to add an opt-in form to your site, if you add in a regular form from like A AWeber or something like that, it's going to be super ugly, okay? Um, and it's just going to be a massive turn off, especially if you're selling high ticket items, okay? So you're definitely going to want to have um, an opt-in form that's going to be um, simple, okay? So you get a dressed up form and then Kind of simple it make it real simple, okay, but when it starts out dressed up, not too dressed up, pick a simple form to begin with, something like um opt-in monster, for example, and then you can take that form. I took something that was black and white and it was just more elegant, okay, and it allows you to add more element um, more elements. Um, not really. I mean, you it allows you to add more elements. I actually take away elements to be truthful with you, but what I do is for the elements that are there, I repurpose them, not for the use that they're made for. Okay, um, and so, say for example, there's an ele- there's a uh opt in form for a coupon. I'll actually go ahead and remove the coupon aspect of it. And uh, what I'll do is I will add some text, like context, content is king, and I'm about to prove it to you, okay? Um, And that's in the big font. And uh, what happens is that when people see these kind of things, it's something they've never seen before, okay? Whenever you can add something that's very simple that they haven't seen before, uh, oftentimes people are going to click through that process, especially marketers, because they're going to be like, huh, I haven't seen that before. You know, let's see what just out a sheer morbid curiosity. A lot of people are going to click through um, just to see what's what's going on, especially Combined with an irresistible offer, okay. You have to have always an irresistible offer. Um, but when you have something that is different than what most people are doing, okay, where when someone looks at your opt in process and they're like, This is different, I've never seen this before, okay. This is the thought process you want going through their mind, but you also want it to be very simple. You you don't want to get carried away. It doesn't have to be artsy, in fact. I don't use graphics a lot with it, okay. I I very I focus very heavily on copy and text and just how I word things, okay. Um and uh the way that you word stuff can really change the perception of the value, okay, so you always keep that in mind when you're uh, writing copy for every element on your page, make sure that your page is minimalistic as possible, and then what you do is you let your copy shine, okay, okay, So you do have some unique elements on your page or unique features or unique ways of conveying the information than what most people do Um, and having it in a chunked-down format for people to be able to easily consume. Okay, We're talking about paragraphs that are less than three lines long and the print is large, not too large, but very easy to read. The offer is irresistible. Um, and at the end of the day, it's just unique. Okay. So if you combine an irresistible offer with a unique approach to the design of it, um, design is important and design, um, definitely informs quality. So if I were to take a basic form from a Weber, for example, and pop it on the screen, eh, it doesn't scream, you know, high quality. Your offer better be beyond the moon. Um, but even then, it just it kind of hurts you, and not and by kind of I mean it hurts you. It, it just does. So what you want to do is you just want to take something that is elegant, okay? And I call it the elegance in simplicity, okay? You want to take something simple and make it elegant, okay? And so if you take a simple template that's already elegant, and then you just kind of work with it a little bit, um, you can get your point across... Uh, you can get your point across and add some um, copy that's just bold and unique, okay? So it's really about the copy. You let your copy shine, okay? So, don't let graphics get in the way of it. A lot, so many people have graphics and all these fancy, you know, graphics and stuff like that. And that's not what sells people. What really sells people is what they're going to get. Okay. They don't care how, how cool your graphics are. But what they do care about is. Does this page look professional? Does the professionalism of the page match the offer? Is it congruent with what the promise is? Okay. And so if you're promising a high-ticket training and it's going to be completely free or whatever, whether it's high-ticket, if you're selling if you're billing your high-ticket, um, free training, um... The look and feel of the site better feel high-ticket, okay? So that's the bottom line, that you want your look and feel of your site to feel high-ticket, but be minimalistic. And I know it's very hard to describe without kind of showing you, but at the end of the day, like, I think you kind of get the point. Like, it's from what I've described to you, okay? Okay. So just you you have to put in a little bit of extra work to make something. So when you look at one of my sites, for example, you're going to be like, this is so simple. This must have took this guy like five minutes to make, but it looks so cool. It looks, it, it it's not because it looks so cool. More like this is just so cool. And the copy is unique. Okay. So having something that's very simplistic, but elegant and the copy is unique and the copy shines. The copy is the superstar. Okay. Um, for your irresistible offer, because even your freebie has to be an irresistible offer if you want to get people through the door. Okay. People don't know you yet. So just because you, Want to sell a high ticket offer, especially high ticket continuity? It doesn't mean that you can just on your first page start selling a high ticket continuity offer. The best way to do that um, is to have a free class, but you're gonna still have an opt in form. You want to get that email, or if you want to get all fancy. You don't even have to have an opt in form whatsoever, and just go ahead and rely on retargeting, and that will, you know, that can drive people back to your site for you. But the reason why I recommend getting that email address is so that you can, because the money is in the the follow-up, okay? It really is, okay? If you don't believe me, ask Frank Kern, he'll tell you, the money is in the follow-up. So at the end of the day, what you want to do is make sure to get that email address. How you get that email address takes a lot of work to get it right. That right balance of elegance, simplicity, and letting that copy shine, letting it be unique. Um, So not only having the copy shine, but being unique. Um, but also having the offer be positioned in a way that is irresistible. Okay. And another thing to keep in mind when you are making freebies for high end clients, you want to make, like my last offer, I made it where it was, it will take no longer than five minutes to consume this content. Okay. And what's going to come with it instead of this ebook what I was offering was a, you know, uh, in in five minutes, in about three paragraphs, which would take you five minutes or less to read those paragraphs, okay? And um, I'm going to teach you how to get a 30% lift on ROI, okay? And in the email... I'm not only going to teach you that, but in the email I'm going to send you a checklist that you or your team can implement. So if you don't have you, if you don't enter a correct email, uh, then obviously you won't get the checklist, and it, this will be useless for you. But if you enter a correct email, you'll be able to. I'm going to send you the checklist that you or your team can implement, and if you follow the checklist, then you'll be able to implement. This, uh, it takes the lesson that you're telling them or the framework. Okay. So also the language that you use as well has to be different than if you're talking to a newbie. Okay. When you're talking about ROI lifts, you know, 30% and stuff like that. And I use qualifying things like if you have a business that makes 10,000 or more in and and profit, not revenue, for example. Then the, then then this site is for you and stuff like that. But you got to do it in a cool way. If you come across as arrogant or a jerk or anything like that, it's it, you're walking a very fine line when you're making these offers. Okay, and, and it goes by feeling. You just kind of feel it um, through experience, and so. It can take you hours and hours to go over it again and again and again. And it's worth it to do that, to get it right, and then split test it, okay? Test it, split test it um, by making um, the same offer again, but changing the headline. That'd be the first thing that I would always split test is just changing the headline. For example, my headline was, it takes three seconds to grab the attention of your prospects. That was my headline. It's like right on the nose, bam, right there, you know? It's a higher-level concept that a lot of of newbies don't really understand. It's something that a higher-level person would get. And then immediately, what I did was I used a formatting. Also, you can change formatting in your copy you can use formatting to grab attention from people. You don't have to have anything crazy on your site. Um, so, you know, the little children's storybook where the first letter is really big, I use that because in the, in the corner of their eye on the bottom, they're going to see, you know, under the headline, they're going to see this big letter, like, what's that? And that's going to drive them to, to check that out. So every little piece of copy kind of sells, spell you know, kind of sells the next piece. Now, when you looked at my um, paragraphs, they all started with a big letter, and the words spelled out, the letters spelled out money. Okay, so I made sure my paragraph started with the right letters to spell out the word money. If you scrolled down the page, now the, why did I do that? was I trying to be cheesy or cute or anything like that? No, it's it's about getting attention. It's about psychologically having people go, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, that's kind of, that's unique. It's interesting, you know. Um, but the offer has to shine. Even though you're doing something like that, that grabs attention, okay? And it keeps people reading. And that's when you're able to get people to read your copy because if they don't read your copy then you're dead in the water there so when you get them to read your copy it has to be um it has to speak directly to your high-end prospect okay a person that you you want to attract and naturally, any newbie is going to be turned away because they're like "Well i don't have I don't make ten thousand dollars a month in profit, so right away that can help to help people disqualify themselves, okay so you do need to have disqualifiers in there, but have it be very sexy for people that are making ten thousand or more a month in revenue." Uh, because I know that the people I want to work with are making way more than that. And so I'll say 10000 or more, okay? Um, so that way they don't think the offer is only for $10,000, people that are making $10,000, okay? So you have to keep in mind all these little psychological things, okay? Language is so important. If you just say $10,000 um, in in, uh, profit, not revenue, a high end client might think, Oh, you know, this is, this is not for me. This is for people that are only making $10,000. I'm making $50,000 a day. How can I, you know, this, this, this is useless for me. Okay. So you do want to be careful how you word things. Um, and you can even give a range whether you're making $10,000 a month or $10,000 a day, we're going to help you scale, okay? Uh, if that's what you want to do, we'll have, we'll go ahead and sit down and have a conversation and see if we can help you scale and see if it's the right fit for you. What we're actually going to do is go through... And uh, we'll talk about your business, and, and on the spot, after the call, we'll be able to, and during the call, we'll be able to see if we'll be able to help you scale. If we can't, we'll tell, you, we'll tell you as soon as possible as to not waste your time, you know, and also the call doesn't have to be an hour. It can be 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is. You have to keep in mind that people that are of higher quality are not going to want to spend a lot of time doing anything because they're too busy working on their business. Now, whether they're too busy because they got the golden handcuffs on, I even put that as a disqualifier on there um, for people that have the golden handcuffs. You know, they're all work, no play. um, You know... If people, if if that's your desire to just work a hundred hours in your business, and you want to be all work no play, well, they're not going to be a very fun client to work with, and their their plate is already too full of busy work. Okay, and you're not going to convince them otherwise. They know everything. Okay, this is the kind of attitude that you have to understand that they may have. Okay. That's so like talking to a twenty one year old, they know everything. You are not gonna be able to teach them anything because they know everything under the sun. If they're making fifty thousand dollars a day. They're not gonna listen to you, you know. And so, I am not saying that full stop. What I am saying is that you have to understand that and work around it and be like, okay, well, how do you how how do you you know join the conversation in their head, and then what's the pain point? You know, the pain point is, you know what, are you are you in golden handcuffs right now, okay? You can either use it as a deterrent or you can use it as a selling point. And, I, and you know, I would split test that, which is like, hey, if you're in golden handcuffs right now where you're making $50,000, $100,000 a day, but you have no life and you're miserable, You know, let's take a look at your business and see if we can trim the fat so you can have a life. So it might not be about scaling their business at all. They might not have an issue scaling their business. They might have an issue scaling their life, you know, and freeing themselves up of time, helping people to understand that their time and maximizing for time invested, okay? If you maximize for time invested, okay, uh, rather than just for ROI and all this other stuff, a lot of people don't talk about that. And again, by using a language that is unique and different, uh, that's easily understandable. Yet, when a newbie reads it, they're like, what optimizing for time invested... What are you talking about? You know, it's just not going... That's not what's sexy to a newbie. What's sexy to a newbie is how to drive traffic with these three tactics and, and the push-button software, or whatever it is. That, that's what they're looking for, okay? So you're getting rid of all all the the tire kickers and all the people that are just starting out that are just going to waste your time when you're trying to run a business with higher level concepts, you know, and especially if that's what you're interested in, higher level concepts, working with newbies is going to be so boring for you. Like for me, it would be so boring to work with a new person that's just starting out and you have to explain to them what an opt-in form is and why they need to follow up with people and how they need to follow. Like, you know, and you you can't talk to them about any higher level stuff it's really boring okay so you have to uh, really push away the people just just turn off the people that would be so boring to work with you know what excites me is to work with someone that's making more money than i do Okay, that's that's the people I want to be working with and helping them to increase their business. It might sound weird and counterintuitive to be able to help somebody uh, that's doing better than you, but you have to understand that they may be doing better than you financially, but they might not be doing better than you, okay? They might not have that work balance that they need. You know, they might need to scale back instead of scaling forward in order to have a life. So they may be jealous of you because you have a life and you have a work balance. You might make half of what they do, but you're happier and they want that happiness. And when they talk to you, you better be happy on that phone, you know, And they'll be like, why are you so happy? And that needs to come across in your copy, too. Like, you're happy. You're just chilling. You're cool. You're happy. And if that comes across in your copy, you know, they're going to be like, I want what this person has. Okay? Okay. And so I can buy all the Lambos and all the, you know, Bugattis and all this other stuff, and I'm still not happy. What's wrong with me? There's got to be something wrong with me. You can help them understand there's nothing wrong with you, and there's nothing wrong with having Bugattis and Lamborghinis and all this other stuff and having a whole collection of it, you know? But at the end of the day, are you happy? And if you're not, then let's help you set up your business in a way that you're actually happy. Why work 80 hours so that you don't have to work 40, you know? Where does your family fit into your life if you're a workaholic? So at the end of the day, there's many ways to help people. Even if they're doing better than you financially, you can still help them in a myriad of ways. And you can still help them to see where they're leaving money on the table because you can't they can't see it. They're in their business. Okay. You're not. So when you look at it from the outside perspective, you can you can see clearly the picture because you're not emotionally invested in certain things. You're just looking at it from the cold hard truth and you can just if you're willing and have the balls to be like, look, you know, this is what's holding you back to having a life. This is what's holding you back from being happy, you know, and here's a better way to scale without having to do everything, okay, and so at the end of the day, it's very important to understand people have this belief that they can only help people that are making less than them, and that is so wrong, okay, Because unfortunately, a lot of people that are making more than them are making the same mistakes they are. They're even working more hours sometimes, okay? So at the end of the day, I recommend very highly that you don't worry about whether your client is making more than you, but whether you can help them or not, all right? We'll talk soon, and God bless.